I'm Frau Kagalia, and this is An Aromatic Life. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month here in the U.S., and I want to dedicate the next several episodes to exploring different ways you can harness your sense of smell and sense for emotional and mental well-being. In today's episode, I want to focus on scent memories, specifically on tapping into positive memories of smells from the past, using them to help you feel better, you know, to help you improve your mood, to help you relax a little, maybe help you feel even a little bit less anxious at times. Now, if you'll remember, I had a great and extensive conversation with psychologist and scent memory expert, Dr. Rachel Hertz in episode 11. In that episode, she explained the science behind scent memories. She helped us to really understand what scent memories are and how they're formed. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I do encourage you to go back and check out that episode to get a better understanding of the mechanics. Again, it's episode 11. What I want to focus on in this episode is taking that knowledge, taking what we know about scent memories, and applying it in our everyday life. Because sure, it's nice to have scent memories, but wouldn't it be great to do something with them? Something to help you support your everyday well-being. So I want to teach you how to tap into positive scent memories for good, to support your emotional and mental health, which in turn will help your body as well. The mind-body connection, right? I'll explain why scent memories can be so helpful, why they're a great support tool. Then I'll share how you can go about identifying your scent memories. I've got some exercises that have been really helpful for me that I think can work great for you too. I know my students love them. And then once you've identified your scent memories, I'll share when to apply them in your everyday life. All right, so let's get started. Enjoy the episode. So I have this thing for apples, specifically for the smell of apples. I love the smell of sliced apples. You know that smell when you slice a crisp, freshly picked apple? That first cut that releases the aroma of sweetness, a little tartness, but definitely freshness? Oh, it's so good. So you can't see me, but just hearing me talk about it certainly makes you realize how happy it makes me. I've got a smile on my face just thinking about the scent. It's that good. See, when I smell the scent of apple, It doesn't even have to be a real apple, actually. There are a few really great products on the market that capture the authentic smell of apple. Well, those products get me too. The smell of apple transports me right back to being a little girl in Germany, playing with my brother in our backyard. You see, we had apple trees growing in our backyard where I lived when I was really young. I remember in the fall, the apples would fall from the tree and they'd be lying all over the backyard. I can't remember, but I'm sure my brother and I played with those apples for fun. I just remember apples everywhere. My mom would make applesauce with them. My grandmother would make cakes. Needless to say, apples were a big part of my diet when I was little. (laughs) At any rate, the interesting thing is that I didn't consider the smell of apple to be a scent memory for me for a long time. I knew I was always happy to smell the scent of apple when I came across it, and I certainly came across it quite a bit in my years in the fragrance industry, both the authentic and the not-so-authentic smells. But it was that true apple smell, the freshly sliced smell of apple that got me every time. 
Then as I was studying aromatherapy and getting my certification, I was learning a lot more about our sense of smell. And I was reading about the mind-body connection and how aromas can influence our emotions, our thoughts, and our physical well-being. So I began to dig deeper into why it was that I had such a strong response to the scent of apple. Why did the smell hit me so deeply? Why did it make me feel so good? You know that feeling when you smell something good and you're just instantly in another place and you just feel your shoulders relax a little, your body feels less tense? It just feels good. Well, it turns out I discovered that the smell of apple is a scent memory for me. Remember, a scent memory is a memory that's emotionally vivid. It can come on suddenly when you come across the smell. It's autobiographical, meaning it's really personal. And that memory is triggered by a scent. And here's what's key, why scent is different from all of our other senses. Whether you hear a song and it reminds you of attending a concert with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or you see something and it triggers a memory of a past experience. The thing is that smelling something that triggers a memory is more emotional. Smelling something versus hearing or seeing it is felt with more intensity and it's more emotionally laden. Why is that? Well, this is important to know because it'll inform why we're gonna be using scent memories to help us. The reason scent memories are more emotional is because your sense of smell is directly tied to the emotional center of the brain, specifically to the amygdala. Brain imaging studies have shown that when we perceive a scent, the amygdala gets activated, which is great, right? There's proof of the link. But what they found, what's most interesting, is that the more emotional the reaction to the scent, the more intense the activation of the amygdala. So no other sensory system. I can't stress this enough. It's why I want you to tap into your sense of smell more. Whether it's sight, sound, taste, or touch, your sense of smell has this kind of direct access to the part of the brain that controls your emotions. So that's the effect the smell of an apple has on me. Every time I smell fresh apples, it gives me that same reaction. It gives me that warm and fuzzy feeling of being in a moment of time. A little girl in Germany playing in the backyard with my brother amongst those apple trees. It's a really positive emotion for me. It makes me feel like all is okay, that it's carefree. Positive scent memories have that effect on us. They move us to a better place. So having access to positive scent memories can be a wonderful tool to support your well-being. All right, so maybe you're thinking to yourself, I don't really have any scent memories that I can recall. Nothing really comes to mind. You know, I was actually one of those people. I was always in awe of people who could immediately tell me a story about a favorite smell that takes them back to a place, a person, or a time in their life. I wasn't one of those people. I didn't instantly pull something out of my memory bank. If someone asked me, I'd really have to think about it hard. But I've actually learned how to do it over the years, how to unearth scent memories from my past, a lot of it from simply smelling a lot, but also from learning and working with amazing perfumers and scent designers for so many years in the fragrance industry, and even more so now through my work as an aromatherapist over these past years. So don't worry if you feel like you don't have any scent memories. You do, we all do. 
So I'm going to share with you a couple of exercises you can do to help identify strong scent memories in case they don't come to mind naturally. We're going to take a quick break now, and when we come back, I'll explain why it's beneficial to tap into your scent memories. Why does it even matter? Hey, I just wanted to let you know about a great free resource I have available if you're interested in harnessing your sense of smell to support your well-being. Just go to the link in this episode's show notes to grab this free resource, which will explain how smelling can support you just as much as other things you do to stay well, like exercising and eating healthy meals. I share smelling exercises you can do with essential oils, everyday aromatic items in your home, as well as nature itself to help you identify scents that you respond to most that can help lift your mood, reduce stress, and begin to shift your body back to center. So after you listen to this episode, grab my free resource and learn to smell to be well. All right, so let's talk about why it's even helpful to tap into positive scent memories. How is it that scent memories can support our well-being? So let's break it down. I want to go back to the amygdala that I talked about earlier. You actually have two amygdala in your brain. They're these almond-shaped little clusters that are part of your limbic system. Remember I told you that when you smell something, your amygdala gets activated. Well, the primary role of the amygdala is to process memory, to help you make decisions, and to provide emotional responses. The amygdala oversees the response and the memory of emotions especially fear and anxiety. Because your sense of smell interacts with the amygdala, when you experience a smell, it can help increase or decrease fear and anxiety. So your amygdala is really important for scent memories because it's what's responsible for you experiencing and processing emotional experiences. It helps you express emotions and helps you learn and remember emotional events. Your amygdala ties emotional meaning to memories. So in my case, when I smell the scent of apple, my amygdala really lights up in a good way. I have a really positive emotional response. Well, what's also important to know is that besides being the emotional hub of your brain, your amygdala is also the primary structure of the brain that's responsible for your fight or flight response. So what does that mean, right? Without getting too technical, basically you're autonomic nervous system, your autonomic meaning involuntary or your unconscious nervous system, this system gives you two responses. Either it puts you into fight or flight, danger, danger mode, or it puts you in rest and digest safety mode. So one is about stress and danger, and the other one is about calm and safety. When I smell the scent of apple, my amygdala registers it as a highly emotional event that in turn lowers my fight or flight response. It makes me feel calm and not anxious. You know, the smell signals to the amygdala, okay, this is a good smell. I have a positive association with this smell. Now, please know there are a lot of other areas of the brain being triggered by you smelling something. The different areas of the brain don't work in isolation by any means. The key thing I want you to understand is that when you smell something and you have a really emotional response to the smell, your amygdala gets activated because it's the emotional hub of your brain. And scent memories are highly emotional, as you know now. All right, so that leads me to my final point, the mind-body connection. 
For a long time, going back decades and decades, the medical community pretty much worked under the assumption that our body was a series of parts, each needing to be tended to in different ways. You know, what happened in the brain was a brain thing. What happened to your heart was a circulatory thing. What happened to your lungs was a respiratory matter. Every system was treated as its own thing and was understood to be individual and separate. Well, today we know better. We know that's not true at all. Science, especially the science around the brain, has come incredibly far in explaining how this intricate thing we call a human, how humans function. We, in fact, now understand that all of our systems, they all work together in beautiful synchronicity, each supporting the other. And this is especially true of the mind-body connection. There's a lot of scientific data supporting the notion that how we feel and what we think can and will, in fact, have an impact on our body. I mean, think about it for a minute. When you're really worried about something, when you're all up in your head, what you'll find with time is that your body's going to start being affected. Maybe it manifests itself in the form of a tension headache or stiff shoulders or lower back pain. Whatever it is, that constant worry can and will reveal itself somewhere in your body. The brain communicates with the various systems and initiates actions on the body based on what's being triggered in the brain. So what's important to understand is that scent memories might seem like they're happening only in the mind, but in fact, they can affect the body as well. All right, so let's talk about how to find your scent memories. I want to help you dig up some really great scent memories with the help of a few exercises you can do to identify them. Ready? What I want you to do is grab a notepad or a notebook, some kind of paper, and a pen. And I want you to find a quiet place to sit and do these exercises, somewhere where you have the least amount of distractions. It's really important because you want to focus while doing this. You don't want music distractions, no phone or other electronic devices, just you, the paper, and the pen. Let's start with the first exercise. I like to call it memory recall. This is a really simple exercise, a kind of warm-up exercise, if you will, to get the brain going. The goal here is to see what, if any, scent memories come to mind off the top of your head. I suggest you set a timer for five minutes, and then when you're ready, just start writing down any and all scent memories you can recall from your past. What smells remind you of positive experiences in your life? Anything that comes to mind, write it down. Free flow thinking here. Now, five minutes might seem like a long time when you're having a hard time thinking of things. The goal is not to stress about the amount of scent memories you can recall. Just relax and think about smells you absolutely love. Smells that are highly emotional for you. Write down the smell and, if possible, put a time, a place, a person, an event, something that's tied to that scent. Put that next to the smell for reference. Again, this exercise is your warm-up exercise to recall what's top of mind, to get your juices flowing. Okay, after five minutes of that, then you're going to move on to the next exercise. Exercise two is what I like to call the first 10 years exercise. Why do I call it that? Well, science has shown that most scent memories are formed in the first 10 years of your life. So we're going to tap into those first 10 years. It's like an excavation into your childhood memory bank. What you're going to do is you're going to set a timer for 15 minutes. When you're ready, 
You're going to go down your memory lane from the first 10 years of your life. But what's important to note here is that this activity isn't about sense. We'll get to the sense in the next exercise. This is a step before that, where you're going to set the context for the scent and any scent memories you may have stored. Scent memories that are just waiting to come out. What you're going to do is go through each year of your life for the first 10 years and think about the following. Think about the city and country you lived in. Who lived with you? What places did you go and visit? What did you do on the weekends? over the holidays, when you were on vacation? What kinds of foods were you eating in the home? What religious celebrations did you take part in? What were your surroundings like? Did you have a backyard with fruit trees? Like I had apple trees? Did you have grass? Did you have flowers, herbs? Anything with scent in your surroundings where you lived. So think about your surroundings. And I want you to do that for each year from zero to age one, one to two, two to three, three to four, so on and so on, all the way up to age 10. Think about each year individually. Now, you might not have answers to each of these questions for each year. That's perfectly fine. Put in what feels right to you, what you remember during the moment you're doing the exercise. You know, what's so important to realize about our sense of smell is that it's incredibly personal. Scent memories are incredibly personal. When I have my students do this exercise, it's really interesting to hear their feedback. You realize that every single person has their own life journey. Even siblings living in the same house will have different scent memories. What's important about this exercise is to begin reflecting on where your scent memories may have come from, based on the context of where you were living, with whom you were living, and how you were living every day. What smells of nature, what foods in the kitchen, and what events did you experience in those years? Now, 15 minutes may go by really quickly when you're doing this exercise. If you're in a groove, keep going. 15 minutes is just a guide. If you're struggling, write what you can during that time. You can always go back and fill in more as the memories come back to you. I know students who've even reached out to their parents and siblings to help fill in the blanks, and they've gone through old photos to spur memories. To start, just take those 15 minutes and bring up what you can. The idea is to get started, to create momentum, action, to begin to unearth key scent memories. Then you want to move to the third and final exercise. Exercise three is what I like to call making scent connections. Because what you're going to do is now tie scents, smells, odors, aromas to the things you put down in each year. Again, set the timer for 15 minutes. And when you're ready, I want you to go back to each year and write down a smell or smells that you associate with a person, with a place, thing, or event, whatever you wrote down. What kinds of smells do you associate with the foods you ate? What kinds of scents do you associate with the surroundings you lived in? How about smells of the people you lived with? Did your mom wear a favorite perfume? Your dad a favorite cologne? Do you associate a certain smell with your grandmother? For me, for instance, whenever I smell vinegar, I think of my grandmother because she would clean the entire house with vinegar. Her house always smelled like vinegar. I actually like the smell of vinegar because I have very fond memories of my grandmother. 
I have a really strong, positive, emotional connection to her. Again, I've allotted 15 minutes here, but if you're in a groove, keep going. If you're having a hard time, well, do what you can in 15 minutes, and then go back to the paper as you think of things. These exercises are meant to help you create a treasure trove, if you will, of scent memories. Scents you can tap into again and again. You might even need to do these exercises over several sessions. That's okay. All right, now that you're done with that, the final step is to identify some key scent memories. So again, you're gonna set your timer, this time for 10 minutes to help keep you on track. Now go through each page and circle key scent memories that stick out. I'm hoping you'll have at least three. Maybe you'll have even more. What events, moments, or circumstances stood out and what scents were tied to them? When you've identified your key scent memories, write them down on a separate piece of paper. And then I want you to take five minutes to reflect on each of them individually. Reflect on the emotions you were feeling during these times. What are you feeling about the scent memory now when you think of it? What emotions come up? What thoughts? Remember, emotions are powerful and scent memories are directly tied to emotions. So there you are. You have a list. Hopefully at least three, if not more, scent memories at your disposal now. So let's wrap this up by talking about what you can do with the scent memories that you've identified. How can you use the scents to support you when you need them? Well, the first thing that's important to recognize is that you need access to the smell. You need to be able to smell the scent when you need it to support you, right? That's the only way it's really going to help you. Just thinking about the scent memory isn't going to activate the brain and the amygdala in particular in the way that physically smelling it will. So that's the key here. So go through your list of scent memories that you've identified and pick one smell that you can get access to. Maybe it's a smell that you can buy in the form of an essential oil, like the scent memory of pine or roses or lavender, all of which you can get as an essential oil. Or maybe it's a smell that you can recreate by cooking the food. Maybe you have a scent memory that's tied to the food you ate and you can recreate that meal. Or you might have access to an herb, a spice, a perfume, a cologne. Whatever that scent memory is, take one scent memory where you know you can access the smell. And then what I want you to do is when you have moments where you feel a little anxious, when you're feeling a little down, a little out of sorts, maybe you're worried about something and you're just not feeling right and you want an emotional lift, you want to shift your mood in a positive direction, well, I want you to take that smell from your scent memory that you identified and depending on what it is, I want you to sit with it for a moment. It doesn't need to be a lot of time. I encourage you to make the time, though, because it can really shift your emotional state. All you need is two minutes with the scent. If it's an essential oil, put a drop on a tissue or a scent strip and just smell it. You can even diffuse it if you want. I want you to close your eyes and focus in on the smell. Let your sense of smell be the center of your attention. No other distractions. The scent will be talking to your brain and you don't want your brain to be distracted. If it's a food you need to cook, that's okay too. Make that food on the days when you're feeling down. Use the aromas of the spices, the herbs, all of it. Use it as a scent tool when you're feeling off. Maybe you have a scent memory of a favorite 
perfume or cologne that someone wore? Well, here's a chance to wear it to help shift your mood. You get the idea now? You're using your sense of smell to tap into a scent memory and harnessing it to influence your emotional state for good. And you want to know the best part? When you start to shift your mood in a positive direction, you start to shift your physical state too. You'll notice that your body will become more relaxed. It'll go from fight or flight state and turn to the rest and digest state, a place of calm and relaxation. Scent memories are such a great tool you can access for good. I hope you'll try tapping into them. Try these exercises and see where they take you. I've actually got a free resource for you in the show notes. It's a scent memory worksheet that'll guide you through these exercises in detail. So check that out if you're serious about tapping into your scent memories. Let me know how it goes. Send me a voicemail and let me know your thoughts. It's really easy to do. There's a link right in the show notes, which will take you to where you can leave me a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, falkaromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day.